Hey guys, Arjun here from the TwinCast, about to give you a really in-depth spoiler review of the new HBO show, Succession. Well, it's not really new, but it's an ongoing TV show. So make sure to hit that subscribe button, leave us a written review if you could. But also remember, this is going to be a spoiler review. So if you've not seen the show and you do not want to have, if you don't want to be spoiled, go watch the show, then come back to this review. So a little kind of synopsis to jog your memory. It's the show follows a family known as the Roy's when a very powerful media conglomerate and the show focuses on the patriarch Logan Roy as he navigates the business decisions and the trials and tribulations of his kids as they try to take over his empire. So in my opinion, right now, Succession is the best show on TV, bar none. I think that Succession is the best show right now on TV for the simple fact it has the most, it's the most engaging one right now. It's most engaging, most funny, best written, and it has one of the best ensemble casts out there. I think that you cannot, I think it's one of the most, I think it's one of the best shows I've seen also. And I just think that if you have not seen it, you have to see it because it's just so engaging, so smart, so layered. It takes Shakespearean drama, has a little bit of satire, but also has some really excellent writing. I think that's what really drives the show. It's one of the best written shows I have seen. And I think that if you haven't seen it yet, please go watch it. It is so good. And I think that season one is really good. But season two, I think, is one of it's just one of the best season twos, sophomore seasons I've ever seen. Everyone says that um, there's something called the sophomore slump. This show is the opposite of that. I think this season is better. I think this season is better. Season two is better than season one in a lot of ways. And I will go in depth on why that is. But I think that the reason this show works so well is the kind of the dynamic of the family is so, so well thought out. And because it's the dynamic is so, the dynamic between the family members is just so priceless and so well executed. I think the show works because when you have characters like cousin Greg, who's one of my favorite characters, because every, every line he says is so funny. And although he's not really in the, in the show as much as some of the other characters are like Kendall Roy. I think he brings such a great sense of comedy. And I think that he is a really excellent member of the show. And I think that characters like that secondary characters who are not driving the main plot really add a layer of depth and humor to a show that can go to some dark places like, well, you know, the very shocking ending of season one, which we'll dive in a little bit later in the episode. But so I just want to decomp- kind of talk about what are my favorite parts of the show. And I think that the characters really are my favorite part of the show. Without the characters, I don't think this plot of who's going to be the successor would really work at all. But with, but having the ability, I think, to build such great character dynamics and having such good acting really help this really help this show and i think that the best character i think the most interesting character on the show has to be kendall roy because unlike some of his family members um like shiv roy or even tom to a certain extent he is one of the few who's actually likable 
we kind of root for him a lot of the time. And I think that we feel for him because he's also the most, I guess you could say relatable character. He's not, he's not as stuck up or just downright crazy like Roman Roy, but he has the level of relatability. And I think he's the most, I guess you could say down to earth. I don't know if that's really the right phrase, but he definitely has the most awareness of his family. And I think that that awareness makes me really enjoy his character, even if some aspects uh, I find of him are kind of unsavory, like his drug abuse or his accidental killing of a young man, which is just terrible. Even though he might not be likable in those scenarios, I think that Jeremy Strong, who plays Kendall, adds so much just really kind of give such a vulnerable performance. And I think that that performance really makes the character likable. I think that that's why I think the show does kind of make him the de facto protagonist, even though Logan Roy is kind of the godfather, uh, if you may, like the Don Corleone of the Waystar Royco company. Like Godfather, I think it, the story is really about Kendall Roy not his father, but I think the father kind of draw, drives some of the narrative forward, but Kendall is a character whose perspective we kind of see in the show because the show is kind of seen through his lens most of the time, and I think that's a really, really smart way to kind of put your most interesting character as a protagonist. And in addition, I also really enjoy, as I've said, Cousin Greg, great addition, but I have to say, Brian Cox, I have to give him props for one of just the most magnetic, scary, genius performances on TV I've seen. Because he's he's kind of crazy, but at the same time, he's kind of a genius as well. He's really intelligent. He knows what he wants. He's He's just really good. He's just a really excellent character. And I think that although he is... I would say he's really unlikable by the end of season two. We'll jump into that awesome twist as well. I think that his performance makes me want to see more of him, even if some of his actions actively make him dis- actively make me dislike him on a large scale. And I think that his performance is what really drives. Really, I think his performance grounds the show and even though he's not the protagonist, he kind of is the architect. I don't know if that's the right word of the show because his actions drive the show forward, right? The cruise line, if he hadn't covered up the cruise lines or if he hadn't asked Kendall to take the fall, his actions drive the show, even if we were following Kendall as a protagonist. I think the whole cast is great. I think another great addition is Tom Wamsgans. Tom Wamsgans, I think, is one of the funniest and just he's just such a buffoon. Him and him and Greg really add levity to a show. That definitely in the second season you feel a little bit more darkness lingering. They add such their their comedic timing is impeccable, and I think that they ha- add so much humor to a sh- to the show. And I think that the dynamic and the way they play off each other feels so natural that I think I just cannot help but having a smile every time he's talking. And I do feel bad for Tom. You know, I think the way Siobhan Roy is treating Tom is really just really terrible and really kind of just kind of doesn't really care about him. 
but at the same time, he's kind of a, he's a bit of a loser. In my opinion, he's, he's always trying to weasel his way into a, into a job or he's not very smart. And I think one of his funniest character moments has to be him testifying in front of Congress and making himself look so guilty that I just could not help but laughing. And I think that another great, I think every character in the show is really great. Talking about Roman Roy for a little bit. Roman Roy is really the most complex character because of his weird relationship with Jerry, the legal, and then his love for his brother and his family, but also his absolute hatred of Frank, who I think is technically, I think would be the most qualified to run the company. But that's just my opinion. Makes me laugh. And I think that Siobhan Roy, although I'm brushing over, she is a great actress. The performance that the actress gives is so, so great. But my only problem with her, to be honest, is just she comes off as very unlikable. Her treatment of Tom, her willingness, I think, to throw her brother under the bus is kind of despicable, in my opinion. How, I don't know how someone would could do that to their own brother, but that's just my opinion. But I, I do find her character to be really compelling, especially in the second season when she takes more of a centralized role and when she kind of becomes the possible successor, but then the big twist at the end, but all of her fumbles. I don't know. I, I just really like that. I just really like that part of the show. And I wanted to say, so that was my idea. Those are my feelings about the actual characters, but the show itself is really complex. It takes some ideas from King Lear, you know, about succession. And there's almost the dynamic I feel of, of kind of a Shakespearean grandeur because of the, the dynamic character moments and just kind of how the interactions of the characters drive the show and backstabbing and all this kind of awesome stuff really makes me excited to keep watching. And the thing I really wanted to talk about was the season two finale. I think that's, Ooh, that was one of the best. What I think is, I think that is one of the, craziest twists I've seen on TV. So to set it up, right, to give you a really a little refresher, can there needs to be someone to take, to kind of be thrown under the bus, I think is the best way I can describe it, for the crimes committed on the, on the cruise line. So someone has to be chosen to be thrown under the bus and the whole episode is set on a boat, so it's really claustrophobic. And it kind of is setting up who is going to take the downfall. It looks like Tom. It could be Frank. It could be Jerry. Until Shivroy suggests that because Kendall was somewhat adjacent to the cruise lines, even if he was not directly involved in both the cover-up or the, or the crimes themselves, he should take the fall. And... That in itself is a twist because we think Kendall is the protagonist. So when I, I looked up kind of all the crimes that he would probably go to jail for, he could go to jail for nearly a decade or more, even and which I found really crazy. So I was like, wow, I thought that, that was a really big twist in the episode to kind of see that Kendall Roy might be going to jail. And his father's kind of comment about... Kendall not being a killer was really interesting to me because the show had implied that Logan always saw Kendall as a successor, 
But then when Logan said he didn't, he didn't never saw him as that. I found that to be a really interesting character moment to kind of show that the selfishness of Logan and kind of the tragedy felt by the audience by Kendall. So that kind of sets up the show. And in this episode, it was a lot of the aftermath of episode nine with the hearings. And I think that that was a really interesting way to frame the finale because usually in a finale, it's the apex of a, of a season, right? On the, it's the apex of everything in the great show Gangs of London. I might be doing a review for that. I'm not sure. You kind of have everything comes together at the end. But this show felt like the climax was kind of the previous episode, the penultimate episode with the hearings, witness tampering. Everything seemed to kind of go become – everything seemed to kind of apex there. And this was kind of the crescendo that was a really interesting way to set up the show for it kind of showed the character moments and the character studies exhibited in this episode. And so I was honestly shocked when they said Kendall Roy, and I was really shocked that Kendall was really willing to take this, take the fall for such heinous crimes was willing to almost ruin his life for his father, which was really sad because the whole arc of the show has been Kendall Roy becoming far more subservient to his father after the implied takeover by Sandy Furness and one of my favorite characters, Stewie Husseini. But then what really was interesting retroactively, I guess you could say, was when Kendall kisses his father I think that can definitely be interpreted as the kiss of death because what is set up in that scene is I think it's almost seems as if Kendall Roy knew he was going to be asked. So he almost had a somewhat of a contingency plan. I'm not really sure, but then that whole really uncomfortable dinner and him just kind of, everyone kind of in shock about that Kendall Roy would be the one who was going to be thrown under the bus, really set up an excellent last scene. It's going to be kind of heart-wrenching, in my opinion, of just Kendall having to tell everyone, yeah, I committed all these crimes. I'm going to be going to jail. But what's really interesting is on the plane, it seems as if Greg, cousin Greg, one of the best characters in the show by far, seems to be telling Kendall Roy something. And I was getting a little, I was unsure what it was, but I, I remembered in the back of my mind, doesn't Kendall know that Greg has these files? So I was kind of suspecting as he was walking into the press conference, a lot of pieces throughout the episode were being kind of put together to show that Kendall Roy kind of knew what he was doing because a Logan Roy admits that the, all the shareholders, if they want family retention of the company, say that Logan needs to step down. So that add another layer of, oh, maybe he is going to do this. Maybe he's going to go balls to the wall, go for the jugular against his father. And guess what? He does. And it's it's the most cathartic, insane way to set up season three. I'm so hyped for season three to come in this fall. Kendall Roy's killer instincts come out at that moment. And the little smile I think really is showing is, you know, that phrase game recognizes game. I think it was game recognizes game because damn, 
Kendall Roy just, wow, demolishes his father. I think it's a literal demolishment because I don't think his father can come back from this. And I think that, I think the show will ultimately, if it, if it has the follow through, unlike Game of Thrones, it will put Kendall Roy as the next successor of the show. And I think that I think it has to fulfill. It has to have a successor, even if the show is more of a character study about the dynamics of this family. I think it has to have some resolution because if there isn't any resolution to the actual plot line into the name, I think it's going to be a big cop out for me. I think it it could sour my taste. And I I think the writers are smart enough to know. Yeah, we have to we have to make a decision. So. Those are my kind of rambling thoughts on why I am in, why I love Succession. I think it's one of the best shows on TV. And actually, I think it's the best show on TV. My favorite characters, an analysis breakdown of the finale. Thank you guys so much for listening. I want to thank you all for listening. I already said that. Sorry. I want you to make sure to hit that subscribe button. I also want to make sure that you guys turn on notifications for the podcast to hear any upcoming episodes. It, I also want to say, make sure to reel it in. Peace.